Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, yeah. Up or all right? Let's go. Let's go right. This looks easier. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. Morning. Good morning. 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 Nice, crisp morning. Hampstead. Well, we're at the foot of Primrose Hill, aren't we? No. No, we're not. We're not. Parliament Hill. Parliament Hill. Parliament Hill, of course. It's the scene of the great cross-country. Yeah. Classic, which I've done a couple of times. You said absolute killer. Yesterday, and said, let's go to Hampstead Heath. And I thought, oh, I was there today. Because me and the family came here for a walk. But it's a great idea. And I was actually here thinking, wish I could be running. And it's the beautiful day today. It's a really nice day There is not a cloud in the sky. I'm going to take a picture to prove it. So... And uh, thank you. I want to thank you for that idea. There's that white stone. That's where the Parliament was on Parliament Hill. All right, yeah. And then a bit further on, there's this tumulus, you know, an ancient burial mound. Is there a... uh, Yeah. In a ring of trees, all fenced in. I'll show you it when we get past it. And um, it's really funny because we looked up the stuff on it and they were saying it's uh, possibly a Bronze Age burial mound from 3,000 years ago. Right. Although... But it might not be. It probably isn't. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it isn't on a map until right. about 200 years ago and someone dug into it once and found that it's basically made up of rubbish. But imagine the Bronze Age imagine settlers. That, yeah. Look at it. It's like kind probably, of both. Probably a monument for all the cross-country runners who've expired. Yeah. Talking of cross-country, tell us, tell, tell us about your running. How's the running? Uh, yeah, it's been going all right. I'll tell you what, that, um, shall we run on the thing for a little bit? Just yeah, to great. Come back to a bit, Steve. Um, the 17 miler really took it out of me last week. Yeah, so me and you went out and ran probably, well, a good, like, sort of eight, maybe. Yes. And, uh, and then I ran and the then top you carried nine on more. And went around again. Yes. And it, I think it's because. I'm not running that much around it. I'm only running about 25 miles a week. Well, you made an interesting observation about that. You were saying it's a kind of bit of maths, but not one we considered before, which is that your long run, when you're putting your miles up, your long run 
shouldn't like massively trample your other runs. No, I mean to be honest, I am aware of that. I just haven't been following it. I just thought oh, I, I, see. I, I just thought, I just thought I could fool it. I mean, if I'm running about 25 miles a week and my longest run is 70 miles, that's that's a bit stupid. Right. Because you're just not fit enough to do it. Although I sort of am, but the recovery was if you're doing if you're running 30, 35 miles a week. Yeah. It's fine, but I would say anything. If your if your long runs anything over half your weekly mileage, you just there's a problem. There's a danger of overload there. Yeah, and also at another level, but connectedly, um, if you're kind of reading your body to yeah. see how it all feels and stuff, it's much harder. The longer you go, the harder it is to read. Yeah, because those things really kind of come back days later. Yeah, they can. So do, you yeah. can get out there and think, "Well, I feel fine." Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Three, four days after that, I mean. I think you're still feeling that now, aren't you? Well, I mean, I, w- I went for a run yesterday. Yeah. Quite a solid... Just 22. No, I did, I did seven yesterday. Quite, just my back's a bit stiff today, but it's just because yeah. it is. I don't feel too bad, but my, my feet started hurting. The 70-miler ended up quite slow Yeah. by the end. Yeah. I was sort of tired on the way in. But you end up determined, so you do it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bull our way through. Absolutely. But yeah, I just felt I just felt seriously tired. Yeah, I know we always go on about it, but I'm like that with the plank. Yeah, I'm so stubborn. Yeah, about always doing the four minutes. Yeah, some days I can just feel it being kind of ill-advised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can feel it later. Think, yeah, yeah, my back's hurting because of that. This is ridiculous. This is not good. But I'm doing it anyway. So yeah, so that's where I was. But I still went for another couple of runs or whatever. I went yeah. for a run today. Feel like hey, just that. Just got to be careful, you know. It was also a shame, of course. Listeners, you know this, but um, we had a lovely chat on that first half of that run, and then lost some of it in the, the second know, continuing half. curse of uh, yes, running commentary. The running commentary tech, which can happen. I think yeah. the key thing that I wanted to uh, um, ask you about that we covered there that listeners that we didn't lost. hear is that, you, that uh, Rachel was away. And you were dwelling on life without a yes, life yeah, partner yeah. in the house. Yeah, how yeah, are yeah. things now? You're just saying how appalling I was with it. Well, she's back now, so it's great. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it great? Just, or have you just forgotten all that and gone, oh, we should have placed No, 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 it's great. I love having her back. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just that thing. She was away. She was away for a couple of days and uh, just that utter collapse of meaning. Yeah. And it's just me around the house. Absolutely. And no one else to look after. And I completely just concur. You just do it. If you haven't, you think, oh, yeah, it's just life. It's just ticking over. But when there's no one else in it, yeah. it becomes pointless within about half an hour. Yeah, it was. It quickly lost shape. I started setting fire to the furniture. <laughs> then I just called the police on myself and started barricading myself in. <laughs> Rachel's gone to Devon. Come out, sir. It's all right. She's gone to Devon, though. <laughs> You're back yeah, till yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's actually back in a couple of days, but I can't handle it. This is that pond. Do you remember they yeah, emptied this one and redid it? Oh, look at that. This, 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 look, at those those two. look at those Gorgeous. Ferrety. And that little stretch of path over there is going to be on the right in this picture. That's where... Um, He's in distress. That's that. All right. Great days. So, um, so yeah, but she's back now, so it's all good. That's great. But here's to them, because we really, yes. that is a summary, but we spent about half an hour talking about how our lives would be meaningless without our families and our Yeah, homes. just hard work, yeah. Just hard work <laughs> on no work at all, leading to 
just a sorry demise. And you kind of want it, really. The, the worst of it is the fear that if they're away for a fortnight, oh, no. by the tenth day, <laughs> your soul would kind yeah. of heal over. Oh, no. And you'd go into no, a kind no, of that would be useless hinter existence yeah. like, a, like a zombie. Yeah. Great days. Yeah, that would be good. But we've had a bit of drama since, because... Uh, yeah, we just had a dramatic couple of days. Bonnie's in... Bonnie's in Thailand, as we know. Yeah. She's in Asia. She uh, got a call from her number, but it was a mate. Right. Which always makes you a little bit tense. Yeah, that's not ideal, is it? When, what was it like in the middle of the night or anything? No, it was, it was sort of... It's about 11 in the morning, uh, which is about sort of half four, five their time. Yeah. Bonnie fell off a moped and um, oh, no. smacked her head. Oh, Ended no. up in hospital, stitches, Ooh. hospital for three or four days, oh, lots of grazing. Thank- thankfully, she was wearing a helmet, but yeah. it just makes you feel a little bit powerless and uh, tells you how far you are away. Do you have to wear a helmet in Thailand? I don't know. I mean, but we're uninsured because she didn't have a license. Right. So she's on one of those islands, everyone zips around on mopeds, yeah. Yeah. constantly having crashes. And... Uh, yeah, she fell off and, and banged her head, and it's all a bit, uh, a bit discombobulating. You know? it's like, like you say, it just makes you realise how far away she is. Yes, you can't do anything. So, uh, so she's been. Set money, provide money. Well, yeah, well, we needed to, yeah, for yeah. the hospital treatment. Great. So she's been really up and down since then. So, uh, yeah, God, that developed. must have really shaken her up, of course. Yeah, it's still quite early days for her trip. Well, she's been away for about a month. By the way, if Tom Price was here, Clag, Clag, this is very Clag, isn't it? Uh, two comedians uh, two uh, stuck, in a, uh, stuck in a uh, sluggy situation. Took the adverse camera to the. Oh, it's gone in. <laughs> yeah, he nearly, nearly took a tumble over. <laughs> Those uh, ladies are laughing. Reduced to uh, walking pace over. Uh, <laughs> it's no not really training if you're just falling over in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mm? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I did for a second. Not yet. Not yet. No, we will be soon. It always ends in tears. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cry if I go down. Don't you, 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 you. That dog looked a little bit like Wayne Sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Currently chatting to a canine resembling Wayne Sleep. I was the last whether we were crying. I know. Have you, do you, am I expressing myself more than... I've started... I know that I'm quite, you know, noisy. But um, my uh, family, my children, have started really laughing at me. I was playing um, Mario Kart on my yeah. recently birthday son's uh, Nintendo Switch. Right. And, uh, you know, something happened, and I went, oh! And um, I let the <laughs> off the trees. And then my kids just could not stop laughing. And then that, that, that woman said, are you, <laughs> are you crying? crying? <laughs> You're crying and in a is. I kind of was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so is it shaken her faith in her trip? Uh, I think her faith in the trip's been a little bit up and down since departure. Anyway, yeah, right. Yeah, so it has a bit, but we'll see how she goes. I mean, I'm of the mind of, like, if you're not enjoying it, come home. Yeah, yeah. But I won't say that too. It's up to her, but... Well, on my uh, year off before university, my friend Simon just gave up and came home, but then he was working for RCI in Runcorn, so it's a different kind of situation. Yes, yeah, he's on his way. He's on his way back. It's just, uh, my worry is, is that she's feeling a bit vulnerable. Yeah. She's a bit of a home bird anyway. Yeah. And yet, she, because she doesn't want to let people down, she ends up doing stuff 
that she might not want to do. Yeah, yeah. But with less confidence because she's feeling a bit vulnerable. And then she has another accident. Yeah, like falling that's over thing. we've just fallen over. Yeah, that's the thing I'm on. But And I think she probably knows in herself that, you know, like you say, she's a very steady-headed home bird. So part of the... Um, the fact that she's going and having these adventures is to kind of test and stretch her own yeah. perspective on life. But my, my sort of perspective is uh, some people just aren't adventure types. Yeah. So you, you sign up for a lot of people go to Asia to work out who they are. Yeah. She sort of knew she was. Yeah, yeah. She was really focused and doing well and kind of, I don't know, she might, all I'm saying is she might psychologically be not suited to what she's it doing. It might not the be the thing for her yet. And if that's what she, she finds can always out do it later. She can always go later. Because yeah, yeah. most of the people doing that circuit of Asia seem to be between 22 and 25. Morning, Magpies. Having a gap year after university or just left university and realised they don't like the job. Or okay, whatever. so they're actually they're they're a little bit old. Gap years a little bit later on. Yeah. And that in turn must make her feel young. And make her feel like she wants to be a grown-up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's all very complicated. Yeah, it is. I yeah. really hadn't anticipated how muddy and slippery it would be. It is quite slippery. It's kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah, that's quite slippery. I dare us both to stay up. That's quite slippery. Today. Thank you very much. Thanks. Cheers. See, those... I could have won. Thank you. More suitable shoes for this. Right there. That's a semi-clag scenario. I actually bought my walking boots... As potential running shoes. Right. But I've never had the bottle to wear them for a run. What, running in walking boots? Yeah, because they're, they're particularly, they're really light walking boots. Right. They're like kind of, uh, oh, look at that rubbish. That was great. Nice, beautiful. Um, uh, it can be good training to run in walking boots. I used to do that yeah. quite regularly. Yeah. And they're not big heavy ones. They're right. like little socks. Although uh, the first round of wearing them I had when they were brand new. Yeah. Between buying them and going on holiday with them. It's when I broke my toe. Do you know when I broke my toe? Yes. Yeah, was yeah. on the, uh, you know, we left. The, I came out of a and and went to the Lake District and up right. the mountains in, in one move. And uh, so I had one walking boot on my left foot and a big soft trainer and a carrier bag on my right foot. Right. I should try running in that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in with them and I... Close the gate! And then we also had... Uh, my son's house got robbed. Oh, no. Yeah, so almost inevitable, really. He lives in one of those areas where... It's one of those areas where they all get robbed. Yeah, yeah. All the students. And the, eventually, they just got round to his house. Well, my old friend... Um, and, and after that, housemate, um, Sarah was a student in Manchester. Right. And they got robbed with uh, aggravated robbery. You know, it was really awful. What they people got people in the house. They got kind of tied up. Yes. And... Uh, Threatened with violence and being set on fire and stuff. It was terrifying. Awful. It was really. Yeah. It's, it's an awful environment for for students there. Yeah. It's almost, uh, it gets a bit annoying because they'd spent ages asking the landlords for better locks. Yeah, right. Not provided. So it's not yeah. like they're, they're not aware of the problem. It's just no, they are, they, they're all powerless to deal with it. It's all a, uh, it feels... Unfair, really. Yeah, they get they get given these houses in a state of disrepair. Admittedly, they end up in disrepair, but it starts off bad. Yeah, in an area where insurance is astronomically high. Yeah, so you end up ta- not taking it or whatever. Yes, the landlord doesn't give you any locks. 
And then you get broken into. It's like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's here it comes. Yeah. yeah. Cornered. That's a real shame. Yeah. And it's a real change because when last we spoke, you know, it was just you and Rudy floating around each other yeah. in the absence of everyone else. I've got to do my lace up. I might have a little visit okay. there, actually. Do you know who'd like this house? Yeah. Kenwood. Kenwood loves Kenwood loved it. Oh, look at that. In the sun. Very nice. That's really good. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's gorgeous, isn't it? It's like Notting Hill. It's beautiful. And this is a Henry James novel. So, yeah, when in our lost tapes of 2019, there was a really specific vibe of, uh, you know, uh, your youngest expanding to fill the space and you having to be good cop and bad cop all at once. Yeah. That's all changed now. Yeah, it's sort of... Uh, Go on, it's, just, it's just with, like, Bonnie in hospital, George getting robbed. Oh, gosh. You just feel a little bit useless, you know. Yeah. And it is intense. I mean, like, this morning, Bonnie rang at half four in the middle of the night in tears saying, I want to come home. Oh, no. I want to come So it's, it's um, intensely... What can you do to... Um, Go and buy a plane ticket. I mean, do you actually feel the earth? You want to go and get her? Not, not really. I think it's something she has to do with herself because I know in an hour she might be okay. She's yeah. very up and down. Yeah, yeah. So you want to say you can come home if you want, but it's up to you because if she comes home, she'll yeah. she'll have moments of deep regret about coming course, home without yeah, a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Yeah. But at the same time, there'll be a lot of relief as well. Yeah. And for me, and she's obviously, obviously, 
not going to be better yet as well. She needs to kind of... Yeah, yeah, she's still sort of healing and grazed. Oh, and yeah. She did have a bit of concussion, so yeah. she's a bit down, you know. Meanwhile, her mates are having to look after her. Must, and they're really kind and stuff, but they must be feeling slightly compromised. Yeah, yeah. Because they want to be out and about. So the thing. So it's... Uh, oh, it's difficult, isn't it? And you don't want your daughter to be the other side of the world feeling vulnerable and weird and lonely. No, I don't and, like it. Man. Yeah, it's really... Well, uh, I can't get in touch with my daughter. It does my head in. the other side of the borough. Yeah, it does my head in. So that's that. And what not only that is that most of the time... Bonnie rang me this morning. Most of the time I've realised the kids tend to ring Ra. Right. Which leaves me feeling even more... Because I end up just strolling around while she's having the conversation. So, yeah, but what about... Yeah, yeah. Talk about... Yeah, 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 yeah. You end up the dad chipping the in on a serious phone call. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But not... Sure you ask him. <laughs> yeah. But what did... Like, what about insurance? Forget about the mopeds. If they didn't insist on insurance, then you don't need to pay them. You know, just pointless yeah. advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you want to have agency. You want to do something. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Gosh. But it's... Uh, Everyone's grown up, haven't they? Absolutely. Some, some no, no, I'm not. No, no. But you've been doing loads of running. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's uh, very much so. chat about that, because you're on a, a solid footing. Well, it was a good week last week. because um, A good week coming off a, go- coming off a good week. Yeah, that's right. So that's two good weeks. I suppose. I can barely remember the week before, though. I know I got that really speedy park hunt on. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the mileage is... Yeah, loosely but steadily going up on the graph. Right. Going up here. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so when I went off to Manchester this weekend, I kind of thought, I think I might have bitten off more than I could chew here. Yes. Because lots of work to do, lots of gigs. Yeah. And lots of running. Yeah. And it turned out, I didn't, I, it was a lot, but it was enough. So it's like, a, it turns out I'm really good at chewing. Yeah, because you had your park run... Saturday, and then a half marathon Sunday. And before that, and you're wondering how to handle it. Sort of uh, with the numbers on the miles, I did a little run, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. And uh, our friend Laura Lex is in Manchester. She oh, said, Let's go for a run oh, that's on good. Friday. And I thought, she's only going to want to go 5K, so that's fine, I'll do that. But she's, you know, stronger, better, further all the time. Right. So she was like, Oh, come on, I go about seven and a half, eight. Wow. So I thought, oh, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> if we have to. <laughs> that's virtually her, her catchphrase, isn't it? Stronger, better, faster. I think so, yeah. That's yeah. pretty much something. <laughs> Laura Lex. Stronger, Laura, better, faster. we've got a new Edinburgh title for you if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, in fact, she, I mean, obviously, it's great to see it, but her uh, running is on like a pretty uh, steep graph, so we should go out with her again and cool. yeah, great. catch up. But that's anyway, great. so we did that, and that was nice. Yeah. Out along the where we went the other day in Manchester. Yeah, down the canals. And then, uh, yeah, on Saturday I went to the old Park Run. Um, South Park Manchester. Field. Yeah, and um, <laughs> this is we've done this before. This is not a particularly um, promising path through the forest, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get to a fence and a massive mud path. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, which is great. And I, I just enjoyed what we were saying last week of, of not running there. Yes. You know, I went there by bus. Yeah, that's good. Good, that's good. <laughs> Although, it's quicker when you get there by bus. So you get a bit more out of it. about half an hour early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's quite nice because you can warm up properly sort of thing and stretch yeah, yeah. and all that business. Yeah. And also, it's the best one for that because there's always someone to talk to. Yeah. And I met some people before the run. Very friendly people. Who've been in the show the night before. And oh, it was well, funny as well because oh, I was such great. a hypocrite. That's lovely. That. Yeah, and I was like, what are you doing at the park when you were at comedy last night? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. like, oh wait, that's you, yeah. Rob. That's your life. Um, and then afterwards, I met a guy. Um, I want to say Andrew, yeah. who is uh, doing London. Right. He's a fierce runner. He's got right. a uh, elite place. Oh um, wow. He's, I think his Amazing. PB is sub two forty five. Right. Okay. And yeah. he's a little bit younger than us, but not much. Yeah. And he said I didn't start running till I was forty. Wow. Okay. And uh, and he's a long time listener, first time caller. And, nice. Uh, I said I'll see you in London, Andrew. and then I realised that it won't because it'll be about two hours yeah. in front of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's a good guy, so we have to keep in touch. Oh, that's good. See what happens. They're well, very chatty and friendly, South Manchester, aren't they? It's a good scene. Yeah. A, it's the, it's the, the, I mean, to me, I don't want anyone from any of the other park runs to come and say, hey, what about... Because it is a sociable scene. Because I tend to do the Stratford one, which is very social as well. Yeah. It's really... It's just Manchester's friendly, isn't it? I think also, yeah, and I think also when you think about the size... I mean, Manchester, obviously, is a huge city. But still, South Manchester Park Run, you're slicing into the demographic. Yeah. The chance of you seeing someone at South Manchester Park Run who was at the comedy store... It's just much higher than seeing someone in Hackney or Highgate who's no, at right. com- yeah. London Comedy Store. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's just the maths, you know. Yeah. And add to that, as you say, the friendliness, you're away. Yeah. Was he, was he there? <laughs> yep, always there. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> Did you witness yeah. it? You probably didn't witness it, was he? No, no. 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 <laughs> And uh, you, you, you did a solid sort of 20, 30 run. Yeah, there. slower than the week before, but definitely in the zone. But it's just really solid, yeah. And I felt it. Yes. In a good way. You know, right. Like this, I'm running this hard. Yeah. Time's going to be good. Yeah. Da, 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 you know. And at the, at the end of a bit of training, and yeah. especially with the seven or eight the night the day before. Yeah. You're not going to be that oh, fresh. Oh, it was definitely, I wasn't fresh. No, my legs yeah. were aching. I was, there was a couple of, no injuries, but a couple of Whoa. twinges, you know. I was a right. little bit worried. Um, muscles that don't normally get used start yes, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I really enjoyed it, and also this is something worth calling back to again from the, the lost tapes. Yes, is uh, we spoke very specifically about getting your mileage up and stuff. Yeah, and the kind of the the technical aspects of how right. to work towards a marathon. But then after the plug came out. We were talking about the great balancing act of that, of kind of training, but but keeping it organic, you right. know, ooh, ooh, making ooh. sure that you're aiming high, but recognising that you're you're also training psychologically. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. You said about how part of your long run is, and this is ironic considering your, how your 17 went on to feel. <laughs> you were just saying that when you get to your 20, 21, you kind of want to see... You want to glimpse the hardship of a full marathon. Yes, distance. absolutely. Yeah, Particularly yeah, if it's your first one. Yeah, you feel it. You, you, your muscles start working in a different way. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just getting to, the, getting to the edge of what the wall is. Yeah, yeah. Starting to understand it so it's not too shocking on the day. That's right. And all your training, it is shocking. Your training makes you strong, but it also yeah. it's, you've got to train for the psychology of it. Absolutely. And yeah. the key thing was that you said is that it's hard. Yes. People, you can't think of training as a way to kind of trick the marathon, a way to get round. No, it. no, there's no getting round. The only way to get round the mountain is to walk round the mountain. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Training, if you want to... If we go up here, we'll get lost in the ponds, but let's try it. If you want to prepare for the marathon, it's going to be hard work. Yeah. So you want, the you're day's like, hard, the training's hard, that's what it is, yeah. All we're talking about is ways of, of drawing a line round the hard work, so you recognise, you know what it is. Not too many shocks and surprises. 
And the other thing about that that's just great is experience, you know? Yeah. And that's what I had yesterday. But before I get to yesterday, it's the other side of things for me. I don't know how useful this is because it's very me. But um, I still don't like to look straight at it, you know? So right. I'm trying to get my pace exactly right. Yeah. But I want to do it without wearing a watch. Right, okay, that kind fair of enough. Thing, you know? Yeah, okay. I see runners, always great runners. Checking their watch. Looking their watch all the time. Yeah. Gives you a fear. Yeah. It just feels like a prison sentence to me. Um, so you try to go take it a bit more intuitively. Yeah, and then at this uh, park run on Saturday, I just mildly perturbed that it was potentially my first week of doing a five times, four times, two and hitting 20 minutes. Right, okay. And just that pressure kind of sport it. You know, it's making me think about it too hard. Right, okay. And then there was there were paces on. All right, so they had a 20-minute pacer. Yeah, yeah. And I, I set off. Well, they've changed it slightly, by the way. The start was in a different place. Right, okay. So it was funny because I got there early. It was all cool. I had loads of time. And then the start, I was about to start, and I was like, oh, where is it? Headphones <laughs> on. Oh, what's happening? Ah. <laughs> Are you clayin'? Yeah, a little bit. Are you clayin' there? Sure. Yes. Uh, runner seems to be in distress over. <laughs> uh, confusion about the start. Grown man crying in the mud. Grown man crying in the mud with his headphones on over. <laughs> so you found, where is the start, then? It sounds like um, it's just pulled back from where it was, so it's kind of where the finish is. Right. Apparently they've moved the finish slightly as well, so everyone's happy, but it seems right. to me I, oh, thank it's you. possible, thanks very much, but the... Oh, we've come out of the park, we don't you, want to no, do that. No, we can go we? left and go back in, that's right. okay. I thought that was going to happen. Right. Um, and anyway, we get to see Jack Straw's castle. Very nice. Not yeah. a euphemism. Because <laughs> I, I used to like the finish at South Manchester Park, run around the, around the side oh, of the yeah, lake. Oh yeah, no, it still finishes there. The changes are very uh, minimal. Right, okay. Yes. Um, so, I'm distracted by where we are. But yeah, so I set off. Yeah. And uh, once I've worked out what the hell was going on. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> started running off in the wrong direction. And I started catching up the 20 minute pace so I could see him. And I, and I remember the first time I saw him, I thought, I don't want to see him. Yes. I kind of averted my eyes. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's yeah. so twisted, but that's where I was at. And then. I did naturally, gently overtake him. Right. Felt good. Around the middle of the thing, at a good pace. Yeah. And then in the, probably in the last kilometre, he got on my shoulder. Right. And I was sort of feeling cooler about it by then because I'd warmed up. Let's go in here. And, uh, but, um, he, oh. and then I tried to sort of stay with him and then he got right, past okay. me. Thank you. Cheers. The whole thing, sorry, Thank thanks. You. Cheers. Um, <laughs> Was kind so of you got on your it's just too much pressure on it, you know. Hi Rob made me think about it too. I'm hard. on your shoulder. <laughs> so I kind of guaranteed myself not getting the twenty then. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And and that was fine. It's funny those pacers, because when I was trying to beat three hours for the marathon, I didn't want to run with a pacer. I wanted to run my own race. Yep. So I was sort of a little bit a little bit faster. Yeah. And it just felt more relaxed. I mean, he overtook me at one point, which is a bit of a dread moment. But essentially, you don't. You want to run your own race, don't you? You do. Some people love a pacer. It's yes. fine. Well, I felt like that, that, that with Yorkshire. The three yeah. and a half hour pacer was an absolute gift to me. Right. But so much so that I think, oh, yeah, pacer's great. Yeah. And I forget that 
that I that, that happened by accident. You know, right. that I fell in with the pace. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And also that in Yorkshire you've kind of got room to do that as well. Yeah. It's not oppressive, you know, on a park run like in London. Did he have a did he have a bit of a crew with him in South Manchester, the pace of them? Or what? Um, did he have a, I think that the, He tends to have a few determined types hanging yeah, on to I his coattails. The point when he caught back up with me was one of the narrowest bits anyway, you know, when you go through the woods and the right. ditches there. Yeah. But I think all the pressure that was on it was just me putting it on myself. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm very happy with the 2030. Yeah. And I did do um, uh, 20 okay. minutes of planking last week as well. Right. So, you know, that, that's something we were talking about, the four times five times two, that at the beginning of the year, that just seemed like a crazy dream. Yes. And now it's a reality, you know, something that that's happening. I could actually yeah. do. And yeah. that's a little template a little metaphor for training in general it is yeah you set these you set these these plans that seem ridiculous at first and then lo and behold you find yourself doing them it's very uh transformative isn't it you can yeah. plot your change you can plot the changes in your body with the training positive visualization you say i'm gonna do it and yet you still turn around and go oh my gosh i'm doing it yeah, <laughs> yeah you said you were gonna i'm gonna do it <laughs> i am doing it <laughs> now what are you gonna do i'm gonna do something else <laughs> Whooping again. So, uh, just crossing the road is a slightly claggy zone over. Couple of, uh, oh, are they across the road there? Yeah, a couple of uh, slightly feminine whoops. Yeah, yeah noises. Oops. Not necessarily associated with uh, grown men. Over. Yeah, over. <laughs> Talking about visualisation, over. Is that something someone said last week? They said, oh, I'm going to get my PB. Oh, I'm going to put the kibosh on it. And that's true, you know. Yeah. Touch wood. But if you really, you can't just say it. It's got to be true. Yes. Yeah, but if yeah. you see it, if you see that possibility that, and say to yourself, I'm going to do that, I think you, you stand a better chance. Uh, assuming you've done the training, because I've done yeah. that before. I've, I've visualised without the training. We're not yeah. talking magic thinking. No, no. I've turned up at marathons thinking I'm going to be really strong and I just haven't done the work. Yeah, yeah. It's a matter of both. You do, you do the work and while you're doing that, you're... You're building the mental tapestry to do the job on the day that you want to do. It's all part yeah. of the same thing, isn't it? You've got to tie it down, haven't you? It's got to you be. Know, you know whether you're kidding yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Whoa! Like... Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I slipped there, didn't you? That was really slippy. <laughs> I did a better job of masculining up my voice than you did. <laughs> I'm just going around to this bit, which looks less muddy. Um, while, while we, while we, we'll get on to your half marathon in a bit, but surely a, a moment respect for poor Keith Flint. Oh, yeah, that's terrible news. Uh, really awful, awful. Awful, awful news Obviously, we found out know, yesterday. Just, uh, I just feel like uh, oh, he's, he's our brother, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? There's that moment in time. It's uh, someone who came out of that rave generation. Yes. Very yeah, similar yeah. to us in age. Yeah. Proper pop star, proper punk. Yeah, and, punk uh, agitator, punk. And, you know, Real did. shame. He was a bit of a runner as well, apparently. The news has come yeah. out. He'd run a part runs recently and yeah. he was getting and into his running. He's a good guy. And, and it, it, that thing about Real running shame. and mental health, you know, it's yeah. just heartbreaking. Yeah. I spoke to uh, one of the other comedians at the weekend. I said, how was your day? He said, that was all right. I said, actually, no. A fr- old friend of his right. had committed suicide. Oh, my goodness. And it's like, oh, yeah. It's so tough, isn't it? It's so tough. You just think you want to reach back through time and just rescue these people. Yes, and, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, It's not yeah. as easy as that. No, of course. Of course not. So, yeah, absolutely. Here's to Keith Flint. Flint moment for old Keith. And that whole, and 
been wanting for a generation. Yeah. And uh, thanking him for all that fantastic running music. 49. So you did your half marathon? Yeah, well, um, that thing about chasing it down, you know, that thing about really kind of... It's like your it's like a, your your running event is a herd of sheep, right? And your training and your positive visualization and your experience is you're a shepherd and a couple of dogs. Hey, I got my sheep. Got it. Come by, come by, come by, come by. Jesse, come by. So you can take the man out of Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I, I know you can't see this, but Paul has actually just started building a dry stone wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, um, oh, God. Oh, oh, no, we wanted a gentle <laughs> run around Hampstead. We didn't want to risk our lives. <laughs> I did, I, my, Currently uh, marooned over. <laughs> approaching Clag, need rescuing. Over. I used my skiing experience there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, as we know, we need terrible at skiing. We need some flares. This is good. This is stress signal. Look at this. That's better. That's the kind of wow, road. This is beautiful, isn't it? Roads. This is a nice. Stay off the road. Um, Lovely little stretch of road. Because you, what you just said about positive visualization without doing the training, um, is that thing we're going. Well, it's going to take me between three and three and a half hours to do the marathon. Yeah. That's no good. No. It's You've got to be saying. It's too vague. If it's a good day. Yeah. If it's amazing, 3.20, hoping for 3.22. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but as long as it's under 3.30, you know, that's the kind of... Or, yeah, yeah. or 5.15. I mean, we're not talking about high numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just go for it. If know you, what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set a sort of narrow window. Yeah. Or else you will just drift. Yeah. If, you, if you're at all hazy, if your mental intention's a bit wishy-washy at 20 miles, it's not going to get any better. No. You're only going to fall into that no. fat of... Fatigue and confusion. Well, it's like my daughter an hour into Titanic. She, yeah. um, shoulders shaking as the tears stood <laughs> down her face. It's like, you want to stop watching this? This doesn't get going. Do you want to get that way? I don't know. I don't even know Let's where we are. Let's do it. I don't know where we are. I know where we are. That's the top of the hill. Those trees through there is that possibly a Bronze Age tumulus. That actually a remarkable. Pile, pile of old crap. Remarkable. Um, yeah, so... I got up, got a hire car on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Did a gig, drove to Warrington, did another gig, drove back to Manchester, did another gig. Yeah. Got up in the morning. That's hard graft. And I drove out to. That's hard graft, right? Yeah, there. not for a normal person. I mean, that's only an hour's work in total, isn't it? But yeah, but it's a driving thing. Yeah, it's true. It's a driving. Hey, and when you're training and driving, then I'll hurt your legs. You really hurt your legs. I'm so glad I don't drive. Yeah, yeah, it hurts your legs. A lot. Yeah. Um, and I was driving out to. Uh, uh, Alton, Alton Park. Right, okay. The uh, motor race track out uh, Chester Way. Yeah. It was uh, the run through UK running Grand Prix. Okay. And I realised really late on that they call them running Grand Prix because they're on Grand Prix circuits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was just because they had all the different. Right. Yeah, I just hadn't thought about it very hard. Let's yeah. Um, just pinged in an entry and turned up. And then I, l- I looked at. The weather on my phone, it said, it's going to start raining at lunchtime. It's supposed to be a storm coming in. And uh, sure enough, it started raining at about 9am. Right. So I was driving there and uh, thinking, I could always just stop in the middle or not do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw people out running Sunday morning in the rain, just along the edge of the road there. And I was so 
proud of them. Yes, it's inspiring, <laughs> isn't it? It was yeah. really inspiring. And I yeah. thought, oh, well, this is it then. And I went and did this run. It's a funny old thing, you know, five laps yeah. of the running track. But I really, I was great. Really enjoyed it. Felt good. Good. And um, really interesting experience. I found the fact that it was raining just took me back to Yorkshire. Yeah. And there were elements of it that took me back to New York. And it was a really, uh, I think, the repetition of it. Because we talked about, because you say now to manage that two races in a weekend thing. And I was yeah, saying, yeah, that's right. This let's was, try, that's let's try not to. Lost, isn't it? Let's try not to. Race both. You can't race both, but you can train hard at both. But yes. you can't race both. Sort of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And the idea of trying to finish strong for the half marathon. Yeah, I mean, I think my conclusion, your first thought was don't do both. And you were like, don't race both. Yeah. And in the end, I felt that, wow, that led me to what I wanted to do, which was... Race both. Two, sorry. <laughs> well, that's what happened. But I thought, I'm, I don't want to not do the park run. I'm really going to commit to the park run. Yeah. And then take it easy at the half. Because the half marathon was a bit of a red herring in that it was essentially... A long run. My 13-mile training run. Yeah. Rather than a race I was training for. Yeah. But also... Yeah, this fact that it's round and round the track, I just think that in the end, it's really psychedelic. Right. Even just before it began, I thought, oh, this is going to be more training for thanklessness than training for fitness, you know? Yeah. And uh, no, I loved it. Sounds good. And felt really, uh, this is good. I don't know where we are now, but let's stay with it. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, I get it. So, um, uh, yeah, and just I never felt so so in touch with the yin and yang of the whole thing. Right. You know, I thought I'm really relaxed. I'm not going too hard. Yeah. But I'm going pretty steady. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because it's going to be you're going to do it faster than a normal training run, aren't you? Right. Just because you're with all these people and stuff. So. And everything was, but you know, and you're with all these people, but also they're all running different distances. Right. So they're there for you to reference. Yeah. But you can't you can't know anything about their experience. Right. Simultaneously, genuinely thinking. I am, uh, this is so uh, relentless, it feels like it's going on forever. Right. And at the same time thinking, it's not far at all, is it? Yeah. You know, at the same time, just that kind of double think, it was so, it was really good. And how did you find the laps? Was it quite nice to kind of keep clocking around? Because they're yeah. long laps, aren't they? They're long laps, they're yeah. about each one. About 4K or something, really. Yeah, I th- well, yeah, yeah exactly. They're, yeah. they're kind of... Uh, Tenth of a marathon, the two right. yeah, two point yeah. six something miles, right? Yeah, which yeah. also is nice because it's a short park run. And yeah. on this one, there's toughness to it because it's a little bit hilly. Right, it kind of went down a hill and then a long hairpin, which yeah. is a little bit as gentle hill with a bank bend at the end. Right, so that was kind of hard psychologically as much as uh, as much as uh, you know, it wasn't a big hill. But then there was a little hill, and then there was an even bigger hill. Should we cut across that? Yeah, good. And uh, no, that goes back into the houses. All right. Okay. Let's just loop round here and go back where we were. All right. This is where the Hampton Heath Park Run starts. Do you remember? Yes, it is. Yeah. That's the fastest um, push chair I've ever seen in the park run. Yeah, yeah. And that is that's quite a tough field. It is quite a tough field. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, so uh, let's go right and just right, run okay. round here. Um, yeah, because you said. Do uh, go off really slow, slow as you can. Yeah. And then try and speed up. Try and accelerate, yeah. And uh, I 
really did that. And again, the laps, I really enjoyed the laps, but it was because I was expecting to dread the laps. Right, okay. <laughs> and they had all these signs with all the miles on them. And at first they were completely incomprehensible. Yeah. And then they kind of just coalesced into sense. Because, of course, whatever distance you're doing, that's how far out you are. Right. You know, so if you're two laps into the marathon, then, of course, the 20 miles to go sign is for you. Right. But if you're near the finish, then the one mile to go sign is for you. Yeah. So they seem confusing, and then you kind of tune in. Um, But, yeah, I ran three laps, felt good, felt steady, warmed up in the rain, felt very ready for the rain because of Yorkshire, nice sense of using previous experience to make sense of the thing, you know. Right. And then uh, you said to try to speed up a bit, and I I really managed to do it in a very uh, organic way. Good. I thought to myself as I went into the penultimate lap, absolutely obsessing, by the way. These days it's a good idea. Obsessing about it being the penultimate lap, because I was right. worried I was going to forget uh, yeah. and finish by mistake. Um, but I thought to myself, okay, so it's like a park run. It's like a couple of park runs. Right. And then I, that's pretty much all I thought about it. Yeah. And then between songs, I was listening to some great music. Between songs, maybe t- ten minutes after that. Yeah. I uh, I just suddenly heard myself breathing really hard. Right. And realised that I was running much faster. But I barely <laughs> noticed it, do you know what I mean? I just, That's great. I kind of affected this kind of subconscious gear change. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then in the last lap, there was this guy who'd overtaken me again really steady. I totally assumed he was running the half and he was pacing it beautifully. Right. So I tried to stay with him. Really useful, particularly going up that last hill. Yeah. And then uh, uh, <laughs> when we got to the finish... He didn't finish. He carried on. He was doing the marathon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. See you later, mate. Yeah. And uh, came in down the finishing lane. And the uh, nice touch there is that there was someone taking photos down there, the finishing lane. Right. I found that photo online. And it's so awful. Right. <laughs> what have you finished? <laughs> oh, I never looked worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talk about take it all away. Yeah. I look like a, like a big wet potato. Disastrous. Wow. But there we go. So, so sounds good. Yeah, so I ran the first. Also, the short park run thing is good because I was sort of looking over at the clock and seeing how long my laps were. Yeah. And they were, first couple of laps, maybe 22 minutes. Right. Or oh, what, 21 minutes. So it's adding up. Got to the point where the last lap I went past it about an hour and 25 minutes in. Right. So I thought, okay, so if I keep the pace up this last lap, I'll come in under 145. So that was it. It was sort of 21, 22 minute laps and then a couple of 19 minute laps. That's right. That's perfect. And all of them feel like super fast park runs. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's I don't a know what perfect way to run a half marathon. Yeah. I haven't had my time. For a training run. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, about one, it was 144 something. Right. Which is, uh, it's classic, yeah. I mean, it's probably 10 minutes slower than a half marathon. Certainly in my life, and possibly if I trained hard and did one right now. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then within Perfect. 10 minutes, though, it's, it's a controlled slower, isn't it? Yes, absolutely, yeah. And that no, that's g- a perfect training run, yeah. It's a 41-ish mile week. That's great. Yeah. That's Feel really good? good? Yeah, that's great. Although, that was two days ago, and now we're running, so... Yeah. We shall see... 
Yes, here it goes, but that's a couple of really solid weeks. It's interesting how we've had a look at when we're going to run and get our training runs in. I think it's going to all be all right. It's quite fun to see how far off each other's track we can get, even when we're working towards the same marathon. Well, yeah. we're hoping to do a longish one next week, aren't we? Yes. Next Monday. Let's do that. Yeah. Well, I think you should check the schedule because I think it's Tuesday. All right. Okay. Uh, we'll have a little look. See. A little look. Here we are. We've just got to the top of the Look. And there's London. That's where we're going to be. Got to get a picture of that. Very nice. There's a good picture of this from yesterday. Looking all grey and doom laden. How far have we gone? We've gone about nearly five, I'd say. Okay. I'm quite happy to... You want to wrap this up yeah, at the bottom of the hill? Let's yeah. do it. Let's get me and you up here. Ah. Oh, I'm going to go sideways again. Oh! Uh, Sophie. Uh, can you take yourself Top of Parliament Hill. Uh, top of Parliament Hill, Sophie. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, because it's all quite... I'm getting back from... I'm going to Malta on Thursday. Getting back and then... It's the lighter way to enjoy the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. Then I've got mates... Stag do on on Saturday night, but you're not going to drink. Could really do without it. <laughs> got to go to Burton Beer Festival. Ooh, but you're uh, not going to drink. Well, I, well, I'm not going to drink beer because you don't like it. Because I don't like beer, <laughs> so it couldn't be any less convenient for me, really. Being a fan of wine, having to drive all the way to Burton. But anyway, he's a mate. That's what you do, isn't it? I have That's heard what you do for quite, old mates. It's quite awkward. It's quite difficult to organise a stag do in a brewery. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I picked that up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how has the drinking been? Because I know that was a feature of Rachel being away was a kind of red... You said when you were feeling low, you watched a... Uh, what is it? Religious drama? Yeah, religious drama. Yeah, riding up the storm and then the miracles. Which is uh, a great way to lift the mood. I love that. I love all yeah. that. Um, <laughs> It's been all right. I had a bit of a drink last night. Yeah. But I've, sent, I've had about four days off before then, four or five days. I'm having about four or five days off a week. Yeah. But then I could probably... But then it just feels inevitable that you're just going to have a drink. Well, How I've about enjo- you? I've enjoyed this fasting. Really enjoying... Right. Um, stopping. The 16-hour. Looking at the clock after dinner and then not eating again till lunchtime the next day. Right. Combine that with the mileage. You know, you really feel fit and sharp. But that's weirdly made me much I'm still fussing about drinking and trying not to and not drinking beer and all this kind of stuff but right. basically finding excuses to still have a drink right so you seen Laura the other day reminded me that when me and her went and did the gigs in Barcelona and all the noise next door and her husband were there too yeah that gig in Barcelona it was like the world's most drunken gig. <laughs> they were all there drinking gin. Yeah. The whole audience was hammered. And it felt like they'd all always been hammered. Yes, they yeah, kind yeah. They yeah. knew each other hammered. That's how they lived. They laid on a special cider bar. The guy from the cider bar was really nice and told me the history of this organic vegan cider. And the whole thing was like an invitation to get drunk. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not drinking at the moment. Just completely said no. <laughs> and I just saying to myself, where is that resolve? That's good to do. That was it? a January issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resolve, because yeah. those days are gone. That's great if you can do that. I had last, yesterday was Monday, and I was supposed to be drinking on Monday. And I just said to my wife, I said, well, I'm having a martini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, know. I'm just gonna. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but I, you do end up saying that, though, that you're on your own, but I've made my choice. <laughs> 
But I think there's something with, the, with the, one of the good bad things is that with the fasting and the kids being back at school, is uh, fasting sounds very strong, doesn't it? Yeah. Although it's, it's, this is we're recording on Pancake Day. Pancake Day. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, are you making any Lenten vows? I might do. I'm trying to. Uh going to try and cut back on self-pleasuring during the day. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I would like you to cut back on self-pleasuring during the run. Self-pleasuring during the day vis-a-vis uh, working from home. Over. <laughs> working from home. What a great euphemism that is. I think, yeah, I think he's upstairs working. No, I'm home. going to, I'm going to try and cut down on bread and social media, really. Okay. How about you? I mean, well, I mean, the bread for the weight and the kind just of then makes me think I need to give up <laughs> drinking for then. But not not your bit of the conversation. No, but no. social the social media thing, the pointless. And but they seem to be connected. If I wake up a bit hungover, yeah, I'll just be on social media for ages, not even participating, just looking, watching, just looking, just being drained by it, yeah, just yeah. draining my psyche. It's up. funny, my iPad has got this thing, all these automatic things, and the algorithms start telling you stuff, but. I always assume they're like advertising to get you more and more into it. But my iPad has started telling me at the weekend how much screen time I've spent during a week. Yeah. So what am I supposed to think about that? That's yeah, just yeah, depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can it's be. It's like, by the way, you were looking at me two and a half hours a day or last week. Yeah, I know. Shut it up. It can be ridiculous. <laughs> That's me throwing it away. I'm not really going to do that. But having said that, get in touch on uh, Facebook. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, and we're a couple of weeks. We still, we still haven't got our running commentary tops. But by the time you hear this... They're available. They're on the way. New Balance, Running Commentary, Bespoke oh, Tops. Be Go and get one. Put it on. We want to see you out there. No, so be excited. the first person to be the person so we excited. see wearing our face. Photos to follow. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.